Welcome to Serviced Accommodation Secrets with me, Sally Kemba. This is the podcast where you get the on the ground experience that we're living and breathing with our serviced accommodation units. So you get to share our hacks and tips, our mistakes, so you can learn from those and thrive on our success. Welcome to this podcast. Great to have you here. Thanks for tuning in. So this time it's all about five more different ways that you can encourage your guests to come back to your SA unit, whether it's an apartment or a house, on a regular basis. So last time I was talking about operational aspects of operating your SA business, such as giving a, a really great bespoke welcome pack and that kind of thing, setting up the property a really great way. But this time I've got five different methods which are all about your consistency, all about direct bookings, um, incentives, a bit of marketing in there and communication and networking. So let's start off with the first thing. I'll summarise these things and then come back to them in more detail as well. So the first thing with guests is be consistent. So always do what you say you're going to do because a a guest who's been before knows what to expect and you always want to be doing those things that they like that have caused them to come back. And if it's their first time, obviously, always do what you you promise you're gonna do in your messages that you send them, in your promotion that you send out to them as well. Because if you're expecting something and you get it, that's awesome. We have this uh, crazy nature where if we are expecting something and then we don't get it, even though we still might get something great, we still feel disappointed. So that's the first thing. So the second thing is that you can offer um, a more personal service and more perks for guests who are coming to you directly as opposed to returning but through an online travel agent such as booking.com as well. So I'll go into more of what those are. Hi Deborah. hi Adam. Good to see you guys. And um, the next thing you can you can do is offer a discount or a type of offer. So if you think about it, if you're renting out your accommodation, whether it's an apartment or a house, short stay, and you're paying 15% usually to someone like booking.com, or you might be paying um, a bit less to Airbnb, or you might even be paying a bit more than that um, to another agent. There are are loads of different online travel agents and then there are corporate agents as well, but they're a bit different, I feel. But if you're paying commissions, then you can cut that out for direct bookings. And you know, why would people want to book direct with you? It's good to give them some incentives to do that. So the next thing is um, you can offer a referral scheme. So I've been doing some work with Mark Simpson on this actually in the community and um, funnily enough at a business event I went to I was talking to a guy about it too and he said you know people might recommend you, um, people are actually more likely to complain about bad service they've had than, than recommend a company to other people but if there's an incentive they're more likely to do it aren't they? I mean you know yourself. So that's another thing you can do. Um, And the fifth thing is really to communicate really well. So 
both within your business, whether it's through email, phone, um, other messaging types of services you might have, and messenger, but also um, in your networking and people that you meet because, you know, word of mouth travels fast and um, if you're offering a really great service, then people get to know about what you're doing and if people are happy about it, they just want to keep coming back. So those are the, the summaries. I did start to get a little bit detailed there, but let's go into the actual detail now. So if you think about when you've stayed somewhere, uh, maybe a hotel for holiday, if you read all the literature and then you go and it meets your expectations or it's even better, you think, oh, this is great. And it's the path of least resistance to go there again, isn't it? So if you deliver what you promise initially online, on your website, on online travel agents, that's the best start, but also to make it really easy for people. So um, if they have a great experience booking and then staying, you've supplied what you said you're going to, whether it's a welcome pack and all those operational things I talked about, you know, in the accommodation, you've set it up brilliantly for them. If you've actually delivered on all those things and you didn't just say it randomly, it actually happened amazingly, then that's really great for a guest and they're safe in the knowledge that if they come again, the same thing is gonna happen next time as well. So we have quite a lot of guests who are working in the area and they will actually just recommend us um, because they're in a team and they don't actually live in the UK, they live outside of the UK, but they come in um, on projects for um, a big auditing company. And uh, so they, word of mouth, say, oh, okay, you've got these apartments. And um, so they really like it because they know what to expect when they come. And if you make it easy when people book with you, um, as I said, then, you know, they've got, got nothing hanging up um, that they're thinking, oh, but if I do that, then, you know, I'm going to have to go through this trauma. They're thinking, it was great last time. You made it really easy for me booking. I'm just going to do it again. So, and as in Michael E. Gerber's The E-Myth, if you get the same experience every time, so if you like um, somewhere uh, to eat, that the restaurant always delivers the same amazing food. Uh, and if you go to the hairdresser and your hairdresser gets to know you and always gives you a brilliant haircut, you're gonna keep doing the same thing. So if you keep your standards consistent, that's the best thing. Because even if somebody is on holiday, or you know you've got um, bank holidays where you might be away you need to make sure that your property manager or you if you're operating the business make sure that people get um, responded to nice and quickly and you know if anything goes wrong as well we talked about this before any operational things you really need to get those nipped in the bud and sorted out and the second thing you can do rather like our guests who come back regularly to work is you can offer direct bookings to the guests and you can do that either just uh, as um, you could say you can give a small discount as a, an incentive or if they wanted to stay seven nights a week uh, for I don't know a month maybe you could give them one of the nights free like your least busy night which may be Sunday I don't know or a discount on that whatever you decide so a financial um, advantage to coming direct to you um, because interestingly we've had some quite interesting stuff 
happen in regards to this. So within this group of, um, uh, well, I think they're IT people for this uh, big company of auditors, um, some of the guests had a genius, um, oh, genius offer, a genius status, I think it's called, within booking.com. And so they'd rather go there and get their 10% off that they could get because we did have the genius scheme running for a while. We don't so much anymore because, um, in fact, we don't at all now um, because it makes it difficult to actually make money if you get 10% off through booking.com as a guest and then as an operator, you're also paying um, 15%. You know, it's actually quite a large percentage. So this one particular guest was really keen to keep booking through booking.com and also they didn't have to contact us with an email and say have you got availability although we do have a website where people can just book but um what we're doing is is making it so that a we don't have the genius status anymore because it didn't actually affect our bookings b it really eats into your profit and c if you give a guest or potential guest rebooking an incentive to come back then you know they're going to want to more than valuing um, all the convenience of something like booking.com because if you say to them they can just book by messaging you and you just sort it out really easily then that works really well for them and the other thing that you can do is say that um, check-ins normally after 3 p.m for guests who come via booking.com, Airbnb and the like. But if you book direct, uh, you can perhaps check in earlier without incurring a fee. Because uh, sometimes we have guests who want to check in early wherever they book through, but you know, because it suits them. But we have to make sure that the property can be cleaned in time. So quite often we might have to pay cleaners a little bit more. But if you're not having to pay commission, you can work that a little bit so you can make it more convenient for your guests who are coming back. And they just like to be welcomed. You know, you can change messages that you send them. So even though we have templates, we have templates for regular guests so they get more conversational kind of messages from us. And I think they just feel a bit more reassured and welcomed and it's a bit more friendly. Because um, when you don't know people so well, you, you wouldn't be quite so jolly and uh, you know uh, informal with them. Hi Maitland, good to see you. So that's another thing you can do. You can work out whatever kind of deal is going to work for you or it may purely be the way you have it set up operationally for them. You could give them you know different conveniences to do with check-in, check-out, late check-out, something like that. Um, different things in welcome packs, that kind of thing. Um, you can introduce additional services as well if you want, like um, dry cleaning or, or shopping deliveries, things like that as well. So you can offer them a bit more to make it a bit more bespoke. And that helps you because you've got the direct bookings and you're not paying the, the commission. Uh, there are a couple of downsides to direct bookings, I will just say because I do like to give you the whole picture, is that if you've got Airbnb or somebody like that collecting the monies for you, then you know they're collected for you, you don't have any issue. Um, can vary a little bit with booking.com because they don't actually collect the money for us. But uh, if 
you you have direct bookings, then it can be a little bit more challenging to extract funds from guests. So usually people are brilliant, but I know some colleagues who've been posting in the community, they've had trouble with regular guests coming back and who've promised to give a, a long booking but then haven't paid. So that's completely down to you and can affect your cash flow, obviously, if you're not paid on a regular basis. Because although we always want payment up front, we always request that from guests before they actually check in, because otherwise, you know, that's the best time to get it, because once they're in, then, you know, when are you going to get it? It's not like being in a hotel. So uh, with uh, company bookings, you might be billing once a month or have a different arrangement, whether it's um, in arrears or in advance. You still want to make sure you are actually getting that money because otherwise, you know, your benefit of having that commission-free booking um, can be rather another problem. So I would say that um, corporate agents in particular, I think, do an amazing job because they are your salespeople. They are taking the money on your behalf and they're the... Um, the go between between you and the client and they'll get you clients that you wouldn't get otherwise necessarily I mean you might if you contacted companies directly but I think they do give a valuable service there so if I had a booking through somebody like a corporate agent I wouldn't go around um, the side of them to be honest so that's just a little aside so the third thing um, is that you um, We'll want to uh, offer a discount, but as I say, don't give more than um, your commission. Work out what's going to be good. And one thing that um, I didn't actually learn on my training, but learned subsequently, is an obvious thing, really, and same thing that you get with flights and uh, other events that have become oversubscribed, is you can offer discounts. Um, ahead of time for early bookers whereas what you might think you'd do is offer discounts as you want to fill up your property as it gets nearer the time but actually you want to make it a higher demand a higher price as you get nearer the time for check-in because otherwise all that will happen is that your guests will wait until the last moment to book so Obviously, they're not all in a in a group waiting. So, shall we go now? Is the cheapest it's going to be? And I wouldn't ever want to compete purely on price because you want to be offering something different. And because you are you, and the way you operate, the way you style your property, and the service you operate is different to everybody else because we're all unique. You're going to have that different angle to your business. And you want to be making sure that you've got that demand in place ahead of time. Now, we do get some bookings quite last minute, but I don't reduce the price um, as time goes on. I'm more likely to make it more expensive um, because if you have early bookers, you know that you've got those bookings in place. And so you can give them uh, more money off then. And then as it gets nearer to check-in time, make it more desirable higher demand and that means that people will want to book you create a scarcity and an urgency so like with your flights or your train tickets even they say they're two left at this price that kind of thing now we don't have that actually on our site but we don't go down to rock bottom 
um, nearer the time because honestly um, sometimes if prices are very low and I've had requests for low prices it's better that the property is empty this time of year it's it's really busy and and we're full but you know later in the year sometimes if somebody offered you I don't know what it is in your area but if somebody offered me something like 64 pounds I wouldn't rent it out to them because I would not be making any profit so watch those things but offer those kinds of discounts that give a scarcity and you know an incentive to book early and the next thing that you can do uh, as I said Mark uh, Simpson from the hospitality community was mentioning this is that you can um, offer incentives for referrals so if a guest has enjoyed a stay um, you can email them or call them and say I don't know if you need to stay in the area soon um, or if you have colleagues or friends or family who might like to come and stay need a break or if it's a corporate guest you might be coming to work in the area then um, you can say that you will give them some sort of nice incentive such as Amazon vouchers or tickets to an event or discounts from local businesses which would be quite nice for your local businesses so that's if they actually firmly book so they can recommend people and if those people don't actually book in the end then you know you'd, you'd say you know, didn't actually come to anything but of course if they do book then that would be great because say if somebody works for a company from a corporate angle like we have um, and then they think oh I've got colleagues who are coming to work in the area then um, if they get you know a nice little perk for doing it that makes a difference to their quality of life then why wouldn't they especially if they've had a great time and so that can be a really good way of getting um, repeat bookings not just from that guest but also from their colleagues so within a company obviously it's great if you can get to know the the PA or the uh, procurement officer HR person who organizes these things but actually sometimes and quite often I find the workers themselves book directly and so they will have colleagues and you know if somebody's had a good experience as I was saying earlier then they're less likely to spread that to people who um, you know might be interested than if they'd had a bad experience so obviously that's something you want to avoid is giving a bad experience or if you do have something that goes wrong just sort it out but you know if they've had a good experience then that just makes it more likely for them to think oh actually that would be great because although we're all you know interested in helping people and and we will review so we get lots of reviews on booking.com we get messages from guests directly and um, Airbnb and so forth uh, Google a little bit we're starting to get those and TripAdvisor um, it's nice word of mouth is brilliant and there's no greater review actually than personal recommendation so if you encourage people to do that just gently and send them something quite conversational so as I said Mark was promoting this in his um, his Facebook community uh, last week so that's a great idea of something to do and when I was at a business event recently Gatwick Diamond Business um, a guy who I was just chatting to about what we do and he doesn't do service accommodation at all he does other types of work to do with energy I think he said oh you need a referral scheme and honestly because I'm in the progressive community and, and did my training with progressive I don't honestly know why I didn't do this before because they're very into um, ambassadors and referrals 
and I'm always really happy to do that and also working with Market Mastery with Dylan Denitra but um, you know if you encourage somebody to do it they're just going to share that much more and the fifth thing is to communicate just broadly so tell people what you do and if you get a guest coming it could be that it's because of your networking so two types of networking that I've been doing um, as business and also property but the business is also kind of merged with recently I've been going to um, Richard Majeski's um, Saba networking in London which is with people like Silverdor, Situ, um, Bridge Street and lots of other types of corporate agents that I've never met before and some quite big players in the industry so they just get to know about you and if they get to know you and you network with them and they get to like you then they're going to want to book with you because again you are the path of least resistance you're the easiest way that they can get their clients booked and so they get the commission and you get the booking and we've had a, a guest come through um, situ who just really loves our apartments I had a great experience the first time then next time he had to come I think we were booked up so he had to go somewhere else and he wasn't very happy about that hi there Phil by the way I hope you're really well uh, and so he told me this when he came back the next time and actually he stayed in a different one bed apartment but we've got three right next door to each other and they're really similar so he's happy with that he said oh that's good that's okay and so if people are happy like that that means you're going to get more corporate bookings um, so that feeds back to the people in the team at the agent and then also back to the company themselves so you, they're going to keep coming back so every good experience they have just keeps resulting in guests coming back and again he'll be telling his team and you know the company will be liaising more with the agent so if you help the guest and the people booking through the agents and get to know them so it's a early in my journey as that um, part of things goes to be honest but really exciting buzzing event um, up in London uh, last month and it's mid-month um, just trying to think when the next one is let me just look at the date then you could go to it and uh, that's August, September. It's on the 16th of September in the evening. Um, and I'll give details later. But that was really, really good. But also just in the community. So I've had somebody this week who also operates SA who's been talking to agents. And nothing actually came of it this time. But I'd have given him a small commission for recommending a guest who was looking for... Uh, accommodation and short stay but for a few weeks in the area unfortunately their rate was a little bit low so it just didn't work out but you know you never know so all of these things the networking side really don't overlook don't just sit behind your computer or um, think oh it's all going to come to you don't just go on booking.com and airbnb and leave it at that and actually when you think about it it's a lot more fun meeting people and getting to know what they need and it may be that you'll be able to take on more properties if you get you know more and more inquiries and expand that way because you know starting somewhere because my um target i guess is to people who are starting out and quite new but you know if you get a really great 
selection, not just one client, because it's a bit risky, then you know you might need more properties, but you want that to be a continuous thing. You don't just want um, one company in an area who are then gonna move away and you're stuffed with a large rent roll. So, or you might be managing for landlords. So those are the five tips. And um, I'm just gonna go back through them again. So the first thing, is to do what you say you're gonna do and provide a consistent service. Over deliver, so whatever you promise online, make sure it happens and make sure it's even better. And then your guest is gonna to want to come back and you know make it easy. So they're gonna give you great reviews, which means other people are gonna come, but also they're gonna to want to come back if they're returning to the area. You can also find out, so we have a guest registration form and we ask guests if they are um, likely to be returning to the area on a regular basis. Um, you can also do meet and greets. That's the other thing you can do. Just throwing in a few extra ones. Um, so you actually chat to them rather than forms. But guest registration forms are good and they can also give you an opt-in as well for sending out these marketing emails. So offer direct bookings um, and extra perks that make it worth their while so it's easier but more beneficial for them to come directly to you as well and offer discounts um, but make a, a feeling of scarcity um, so don't cut your price too much don't make it less um, than you know if you were going to be paying commission make sure that you're still within that level because you've got a bit of extra work to do and also make sure that you know early bookings can get discounts not necessarily make it cheaper make it more scarce more um, desirable for guests to get on and book and get booked in there secure those dates and the next thing so number four offer referral incentives so referrals are a great way of spreading your business but also uh, it will make the guests happy because they'll get nice I don't know, theatre tickets or discounts or vouchers, mm -hmm. gift cards, that kind of thing. People like all that kind of stuff. So even if they're not coming back themselves, they might recommend other people they know, hopefully within a company, lots of colleagues, and that would be awesome. And the fifth thing is to communicate. So talk to everybody about what you do, find out from the guests what they need, find out from agents and companies what they need, network within property and essay um, networking events and business events tell people what's going on and tell people how you've had various individuals from certain companies and that gives you credibility you know if you've been operating for quite a while you've got lots of happy guests just let them know and be available to you know answer questions be adaptable as well and just let people know what you're doing and what a great time people have been having coming to stay at your service department or serviced accommodation house, whichever it happens to be. So that's it for the five extra methods to get guests returning to your service accommodation unit. So it's sort of marketing, a bit of operations in there and just helping your guests. But also I've got a special uh, event happening this week. So I've invited people in my service accommodation secrets communities and on my Facebook wall 
um, and other social media to join a WhatsApp group that I'm creating, Service Accommodation Secrets WhatsApp group. And that's gonna have a mixture of things. So a bit of networking in there, so you can introduce yourself. Tell me what would be the ideal situation if I could wave a magic wand over your SA business, or it may be to do with property or mindset or life generally, just because I'm quite a holistic kind of person, but obviously my main focus is service accommodation with this. But it's gonna be about um, giving you accountability in your SA business and, and tasks you need to complete. Um, problems can be aired and solved as well. I'll be sharing my experience and there'll be a collective experience as well. So anyone will be able to ask any question, the group can answer, I can answer. But I'll be posting daily tips for service accommodation, making money and mindset as well. And I just thought it would be really good to link that with this podcast, with my lives and help people in um, a few more different ways. And I've got some more exciting announcements coming up as well. So just trying to work out really great ways to help people because I think it's all so valuable, learning through training, but then also through the experience as well and how great it can be and helping solve challenges. So there will be uh, a link you can go to my Facebook page and group Service Accommodation Secrets and comment there and I'll send out a link to you and I look forward to seeing you in that group and if this is valuable you found it useful it would be great if you could share this as well so thanks for listening thanks for watching and I look forward to seeing you again soon take care sharing the secrets of success